0: Hello, my witchy friends, and welcome to episode 16 of the Comfy Cozy Witch podcast with me, Jenny Blonde, the Comfy Cozy Witch. This week, I am super excited because it is the first episode where I have a guest. It's not just me on this episode. And actually, my guest, I'm also a guest on my guest's podcast because we both have podcasts, and it is our both of our 16th episodes. So Rowan Oaken from Season of the Witch with Rowan Oaken. That is his podcast. It's awesome if you haven't listened to it. He and I have been friends since since I joined the Instagram witchy community. And we have said back and forth that we need to do an episode together one day. And this has been going on. We've said this for months now. And finally, last Sunday. We got around to just sit down and talk. And our schedules worked because he's in the UK, so he's five hours ahead of me. Our schedules worked that we could record an episode. And so what What we decided to chat about, and it was something that his his listeners have been wanting to hear about because he did a poll, is hearth witchery. And if you know Rowan on his podcast, he is all about spilling, spilling the tea. (laughs) And so he has me stepping out of my comfy cozy box for a brief second to spill a little bit of tea. And I bring him into bring him into my comfy cozy world of witchcraft. So it is a really great, really fun conversation. I just re-listened to it and I find myself laughing throughout the entire thing. And um, it was just such a pleasure And I'm so excited for you all to get to know Rowan if you aren't already familiar with him. I know I've talked about him. I've mentioned him on previous podcast episodes, but you will get to hear him and hear us (laughs) and our chatting back and forth, which is a lot of fun. So I'm going to go into that in just a moment. But before I do that, I just wanted to thank you all for being here. Thank you for listening. And um, I just thought that, you know, I would change things up to see how it goes for this episode. I just want to tell you all where you can find me because I know sometimes not everybody sticks around to the end of the episode. And then people say, oh my gosh, I never realized that you had an Instagram or I never realized that you had this Facebook group. So I thought I would put it at the beginning of the podcast. So if you want a way to reach out to me, you can feel free to do so through email at comfycozywitch at gmail.com. You can also join the Comfy Cozy Witches Facebook group, it's a private group, and go ahead and um, join that if you want to. And you can also, of course, find me over on Instagram at the Comfy Cozy Witch. And if you like what I'm doing here, you like the podcast, and you're enjoying this, and you would like a way to further support me, I did just start a Patreon! Surprise! So that's kind of an announcement here, too. I did start a Patreon. Um, for, for those of you who want another way to support me, if you want to buy me a cup of tea a month, um, and in return, obviously you get, you know, the podcast episodes, which I love doing. And I have some other goodies depending on what tier you might want to look at. So feel free to check that out at patreon.com slash comfy So everywhere I am, I'm at comfy cozy witch <laughs> and, um, so yeah, I just wanted to share that with you all and ch- share where you can find me. So we're going to go into the episode, the chat with my witchy friend, an amazing, amazing, amazing human being, Rowan Oaken. So I hope that you all enjoy.
1: Hello and welcome to our main segment where I am joined by the comfiest and coziest of all witches, Jenny Blonde.
0: Are we, are we recording? Yes. Oh. <laughs> because there's a button right here that says record and I didn't hit it. You are you just hit it. <laughs> I'm sorry Rowan. <laughs> Maybe we should keep this part because this is just me. This is- all my Aww. listeners know that I, I don't know technology.
1: I think it'd be fantastic for our Season of the Witch listeners to get a get to know you a little bit more. Um, some of them probably do know you because I mention you quite a lot in the podcast. I think Aww. I think if you had a bingo of the podcast there'd be two things on there. The word cultural appropriation and comfy mm-hmm. cozy witch, those would be the two things that you would be <laughs> able to cross out. <laughs> well
0: thank you, I'm flattered. <laughs> You're
1: very welcome. So would you like to give us a, uh, normally, when I have guests on the show, we kind of have a bit of a rundown of some of the magical and the mundane aspects of our guests on the show.
0: Oh, sure. So I'm Jenny Blonde. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> and But your listeners might not. And I am the Comfy Cozy Witch. And I have been, oh gosh, a witch for over 20 years. I picked up a Silver Raven Wolf book when I was like 14 years old. And now I'm... 20 years older than that, plus a little bit more. <laughs> but I I consider myself to be an eclectic, solitary pagan witch, but I really the last probably three or four years, I found a place in home, hearth, kitchen witchery, which we're going to talk yeah, about yes, today. We are. Uh, and by my mundane, my mundane, I am a former teacher. So I was an English teacher for 14 years and an author. And I have uh, many books out under different names. (laughs) I have different pseudonyms. And I am a mom to my awesome seven-year-old. And I have a husband and two amazing little dogs. But yeah, that's just a little bit about me. I love magic. I I love witchy stuff. And I'm so glad that we've connected.
1: Yes. I just wish I'd asked the question now, what don't you do? That would have been the easier question for me to ask. You just like, you've just got a list of things. We do that, I do this, and this, and do this, this successfully. (laughs) Yeah. But I'm I'm so glad we connected as well. I should say that, that's, yeah.
0: Well, I want, I want my listeners to know a little bit about you. So maybe we can just swap. Like now, you know, let's talk about Rowan. I introduced myself. Can you just tell my listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Uh, this is the part where I start stumbling and thinking like oh what am I am, what do I do, who am I and yours just rolls off the tongue so nicely when when you're talking about your practice and I think that's what's really nice about you is you're so comfortable in your practice I think that's what draws a lot of listeners to your podcast and to your Instagram as well is Is that level of comfortability that you have in the craft of, of knowing yourself because I think for a lot of beginners out there, they feel that they panic to need to know themselves so soon I think that's, and that takes time. And I think that's what's important. The message that comes across in what you do is that take time. Don't rush this. This is not a race. You know, this is an absolute, it's an ultra marathon. Um, It's not even a marathon. Um, Wait, I
0: just want to stop you there because the listeners can't see your face. We are looking at each other and your (laughs) face like ultra marathon. I wish you all could see this. And this is one of the things that I love about Rowan. (laughs) Like your humor and wit and your facial expressions are just so much fun. But everybody can't see that. I just (laughs) can't
1: talk any other way. (laughs) Something wrong with me. Help hey So there
0: no, we- no, there's nothing wrong with that. I love it.
1: So the- <laughs> there's the start of my intro. There's a um. There's something wrong with me. Help me. Save me. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> so I I do also like in terms of the mundane. I do also come from an educational setting. So I I, I was a I was a, a mainstream teacher who has moved into university teaching. So quite Yay. a quite a big change um, there in terms of you know teaching little kids to teaching adults uh, how to write. And in my magical life, I've I've kind of I'm still. I even still feel like I'm figuring things out, even after a really, really long time. Yeah. I think that, and that's something that's really important to put out there to all listeners is
0: mm-hmm. you can
1: put a name and a label, but that name and label doesn't have to, to sit and to stay. Definitely I'd see myself as a pagan and that's that's mm-hmm. that's the kind of easier one to put on there because that's right? a, quite a nice <laughs> umbrella term. Um, <laughs> i yeah, pagan. I do all of these things. Big. Yeah, you
0: can't see my arms yes, like yeah, huge,
1: huge, yeah. yes, big
0: umbrella. Term. So it's a nice, easy one to
1: kind of plonk on there. Um, yeah, and I'm certainly. S- seeing myself kind of down that green witchery r- route in terms yeah. of working with a lot of herbalism. So I do a lot of work with plants, do a lot of planting, I'm really connected to the outdoors and nature, a very outdoorsy person, love to walk, love mm-hmm. to hike, love to be in nature, very restorative. And yes. I-, I-, I do think I'm-, I'm quite ceremonial in a lot of the work that I do. For a long time, I kind of see myself as being someone who, we- I always thought I was quite mundane in the work that I do. But when it comes to anything that's looking for change, I do most of that through quite big ritual work, which perhaps I don't talk about enough really. I do right. really save things up and I do a lot of writing and researching and reading myself for some, um, and 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 waiting and, and reading.
0: That's interesting. I don't mean to interrupt yeah. you, but that's interesting you say that because a lot of what I do when it comes to ritual and spellcraft I don't talk, and I think we've mentioned this to each other before. I don't talk about that a lot publicly. No, no. I don't talk, I don't talk much about deities that I work with. No. I don't talk about um, particular rituals because I think there's parts of my craft personally that, that it feels personal in nature to me that I just don't share with, with everybody out no. there. Um, and I, you're probably the same yes. way.
1: Yeah. I think, I think on some level I I have that thing of this. This is how I do it, and I don't want someone to feel like that's how they need to do it as well. Right. But I think there is the problem of fast food witch culture of like, uh, for like fast mm-hmm. knowledge, not fast food. Um, really yes. trying to get that information as quickly as possible. But as soon as you do that, you miss out that step of determining what your belief is, and you end mm-hmm. up consuming. Mm-hmm someone else's belief the the ritual aspect of what I do the ceremonial aspect of, of what I do is something that I don't talk about much but and also because it's something that I'm still kind of trying to figure out myself
0: that's that's part of figuring out your path we're all figuring it out I although yes I've been a witch for decades it's wax and wane over the years I mean there was a large chunk of time where I didn't do a lot of practicing but it's constantly evolving and you're constantly figuring it out and my rituals don't look the same now as they did 10 years ago.
1: And I think that's that's absolutely right Um, you know a lot uh, I've had a lot of questions about using different types of ingredients or like recommendations and I'm sure you get tons of this with with kind of the the, Mm -hmm. the following you have and I could recommend something but it might not be right for you it might not be what's on your doorstep as well i think that's the other important thing is i've kind of gone from talking about myself to talking about other people now but you know just look at look around you that's fine. like look, look what is around you what is within your locality i always think learn that mm-hmm. first before before you begin lo- reading and doing something someone else has told you to do look at what you have first yes. you know you don't need and you said this on your last episode you don't need those fancy tools i think they they can make people if you know if it makes you feel more witchy great good for you if you feel like that's going to enhance that feeling for you and we've all got those things that make us feel a little bit extra witchy don't we We do we do we do we do
0: we're doing our our shoulder shrugs right now we do we we We
1: all do do. (laughs) we all have that kind of one item that just makes us feel empowered in our witchy self but the the power, mm-hmm. as you said, in your, on your podcast, it's within you. But I also think it's around you. And I think that comes with being being mm-hmm. that kind of green witch person, is I see the magic of the world. And I see it in quite a scientific and pragmatic sense as well. The actual magic of herbs in healing property. You know, people right. think magic meaning um, it's going to divinely do something. But magic can also be healing, actual scientific healing for me. I think I, I see that connection yes. between the two. And I think that if I was to think about my um, boiling my practice down, that's what it comes to. is Is where science and what may, uh, science and metaphysical meet sometimes, and it meets with being a green witch. I yep. think that's where I sit.
0: Oh, I like that science and metaphysical meet at being a green witch. Oh, that's not, no, that's good. I like it, Rowan. I just want to say quickly, Rowan and I met. Rowan is one of my first witchy friends that i met on instagram yes. actually you're the first you're the first witchy friend not one of like you are the first witchy friend and Thanks. it was when i was posting a whole bunch of food and just i want my listeners to know how we met and i had posted a smoothie recipe oh, that good. yeah that he made and then we started um being in contact after that and it just hasn't ended
1: <laughs> i think it's it, i think it might still be on my feed possibly. I might have posted a pic, I don't know, maybe look back, someone scroll through oh, and let me know. I think I posted a photo of it. If not, I've I, got it somewhere. You
0: did because I commented. You yes. posted it somewhere because I remember I commenting like, that <laughs> looks delicious, you did a wonderful job. Thank
1: <laughs> you. It was. It really was delicious. And then I, I started um, making that for my husband every morning and it became like his go-to thing in the morning when he was going to work. So Thanks. Like, you know, that was I our first introduction. Mean, and then after that, I we know. were kind of just talking about food, I think, for a good while and what for we were having for dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. And cheese, a lot of cheese.
1: Oh, cheese. And
0: charcuterie board. <laughs> Do you know
1: I've been called out. and We can't talk about cheese too much because okay. I've been called out on this podcast <laughs> for how much I mentioned cheese. <laughs>
0: That's a lot.
1: It is a lot. But I think that there needs to be a path of witchery, which is just a cheese witch.
0: <laughs> well... Because i feel like there there's every other kind of witch right now there like every, it, yes. like more and more keep coming out of the woodwork so maybe you're onto something there I, so I'm a forget green witch. witch rowan no green what's your cheese no, witch.
1: i'm a cheese witch. <laughs> it needs a better name that maybe maybe we'll go with the french like fromage I'm fromage. fromage oh that's witch. so much nicer i was
0: thinking witch. german at first but case K- doesn't really sound that doesn't sound very good okay um well i want to know because every week this is what I talk about. What is making you feel comfy, cozy, and witchy?
1: Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what we talk of like we use this all the time now. Whenever we um, whenever we're at home, we're like, oh, like should we just watch w- watch a little movie and maybe just get comfy, cozy, and we do, and we use that word now oh, all the time. Comfy, cozy, yay. like we're just, we're like oh, let's just be comfy, cozy. So I have actually been thinking what has been making me feel comfy, cozy this week, and and witchy, comfy, cozy, mm-hmm. and witchy. The witchy is important. Mm-hmm. I must admit the melting of the snow and having the oh. sun back out. Very warm today, warm this week. So we've been planting. I've been doing lots of planting in the garden. Like like putting my seeds into my greenhouse, getting ready, that that right. preparation in readiness for spring. So that kind of makes me feel that kind of in bulk energy, but that transition of in bulk kind of sitting in that planning stage of things and and that can be kind of difficult that can especially during lockdown you know trying trying yes. to plan anything at the minute oh it's it's gosh. it's quite a chaotic planning times so it's hard to know what i can and cannot plan but but seeing things like having the sun come back and being able, to, you know i sat in my garden and it was warm and i had my t-shirt on and oh I was that's like, oh, so nice the summer is coming I, as much as I love the snow I think I'm very much a bit of a solar witch I, I work more with <laughs> kind of sun energies and warm energies then I do my moon energies yeah. um, and I, I crave the sunshine. I, I, I joke that I am a plant and that I photosynthesize <laughs> and I really think I do. It just like, it fills mm-hmm. me back up with some kind of readiness and ready to go and those longer evenings mean that you can, you can do more, you can go for walks in the evening. I really love doing most of my rituals outside mm-hmm. in the winter. I am trying to say that incantation as quickly as I freaking can, so I can get back <laughs> inside. You know, I'm like, blah, blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. like I really yeah. don't want to be outside in the cold. But in the summer, I can spend more time. I can, en- I can enjoy being in a circle more, yes. and just kind of being in a meditative space. Because I, I, I find it a little bit harder to do that inside because there's a lot of distractions. There's a
0: lot of distractions, and you, you. Have a child too. You get it. Yes. A lot of distractions when you have a, a child and we have our animals. And I'm finding myself getting a little claustrophobic. I'm ready. Yes. And nature, you know, I we hike all the time. We live all around mountains. Yes. And I crave being outside. And right now I'm looking out the window. It's actually blinding. I'm getting warm because the sun is re- <laughs> the sun's reflecting off the white snow and it's like yes. beaming in here. And I'm like, oh my gosh. But I'm looking out, we probably have eight or nine inches of snow still. And the sun is out today. It's only going to be, I think, 25 degrees Fahrenheit. So I don't know what that translates to Celsius, but we're getting four more inches of snow tomorrow.
1: No, go away, snow.
0: Yes. And you know, I love the snow. It's, I think it's beautiful, but I'm done. I'm done this year. I'm ready for sun in in the summertime, I'm outside hours every single day. I have my mm. gardens, I'm watering nonstop. I mean, it is hours and hours every single day. And I'm ready for that, I'm ready.
1: Yes, just ready. I'm the, like, ready it. to kind of like dust it all off now. Yes, I'm feeling dusty and crusty and I just want to get <laughs> out and just enjoy my life. <laughs> yes. Bugger off winter. <laughs> what about, Well, what's making you feel comfy, cozy and witchy? I should ask the same question back. I should be polite.
0: I feel like I would say this all the time. It's my cooking and my baking and my kitchen witchery because today I sent you a picture. Oh, that looks good. Okay. Oh. And it was, it's bread pudding. It is cinnamon raisin bread pudding. It just came out of the oven before we started talking. My entire house smells amazing. It smells mm-hmm. amazing. But today I'm doing lobster bisque and... Ooh. um chocolate fudge as well. Oh. I know it's so and the lobster bisque is extra cheesy. You really would like it. It's really cheesy. Oh. It
1: um so
0: good. And I was going to make a bread with it, but I don't think I'm going to just because it's very rich and there's a lot of food in this house. But I it's been snowing. It's snowing nonstop. So what I love to do when I'm stuck inside the house is yes. bake and cook. And actually today I'm taking a break except for right now from all technology, social media. So I'm, I'm not even going to get on after we're done. Like I'm not on Instagram. I'm not going to be on Facebook. I'm not even going to check it. Um, My phone is going to stay in the bedroom and that will, I hate to say the word force, force me to spend time with my family, (laughs) but it'll really make me mindful of the time that I'm spending with my family today. Yeah. Make me yeah. present and mm. really into my cooking. I don't, I know how to make these things. I don't need, I don't need a big electronic device in front of me. No. I don't need to be connecting to people. I can get back to messages tomorrow. I can yes. respond tomorrow. Um, so just knowing that is making me feel calm and comfy mm. cozy and not super witchy, but anytime I cook, I'm always adding my witchy intention into oh, what this I do.
1: is This is making us quite witchy though. This conversation being right here. This oh, is comfy, this... cozy and witchy. Oh, I mean,
0: this right totally here. is. And it's Time I talk
1: to Rowan, it's coming Absolutely. <laughs> and,
0: until he makes until he makes me spill tea.
1: <laughs> Which is tea. gonna happen right now. I'm ready for you to oh spill gosh. that tea. I we we need the tea. We, we need to that start transition. Some, I know. Straight into hot it's tea. It's like that we was planned really this. I know. It, this is actually this whole conversation has been scripted from start to finish. <laughs> Could you imagine? Every
0: single, every single word, can't you tell? Are we recording? <laughs>
1: See, I'm ready for some tea. I'm ready for you to get sassy, okay. witchy, oh, bitchy, sassy and classy. Oh. Throw it out.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna have to change my rating on this episode to oh, you will. censor like.
1: Oh <laughs> do it. Big X.
0: <laughs> it'll be my it'll be my first it'll be my first episode that I have to that I have to click the um oh what is it? Not swear words, but you know, there's like the, a button.
1: I explicit.
0: Explicit. <laughs> It's so
1: explicit. All of mine have to have that box
0: ticked. <laughs> I know they are. I know. <laughs> Mine's I, love it. I love it. No, but I love it's like, no, it makes me smile every time. Okay. So you know what I'm gonna talk about because I can't I can't get over this and it really grinds my gears. <laughs> I hate that term. That's a terrible term. No, but I it love does. It. And it is it is it is TikTok tock in, in the witch talk the witch talk tick tock and i know there are a lot of listeners right now that listen to your podcast that listen to my podcast that maybe really enjoy TikTok. and i'm sorry mm-hmm. if, if that offends you in any way but i'm i'm really struggling with tick tock i, I pu- i've put it on my phone then i've deleted it then i've added it again then i've deleted it like i keep going back and forth with this this yes this not love hate it's a dislike hate relationship when I dislike it <laughs> I'll add it on my phone and just check it out and when I hate it I take it off my phone but but I'm seeing and we've talked about this a little bit before a lot of the the witch talk tick tock people they're they do the same thing I mean it's the same I, I see the same spell bottles the same rituals the same bay leaf burnings <laughs> and yes. You can see my face. I just rolled yes. my eyes. That's so terrible. Um, which is fun. Spot- like, that's great if, if you enjoy doing that. But what we said before, and I think you said it perfectly the other day. I can't get the words out. It, um, what does it do to the craft? It
1: uh, it reduces. Reduces. You that's, said, yes. Did you see my, my yes, arms? Yes. This, this. is. This is- <laughs> <Reduces>. <laughs> if you saw
0: everybody out there, I have my arms above my head and then I'm bringing them down <laughs> to my chest. That's the redu- reduction. <laughs> Mm Reducing, but it really does, and that, Mm -hmm. and I know we talked about it earlier too. That has that's really been bothering me lately, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. and I'm seeing some people on there like just blow up. Like I mean, they they just have hundreds of thousands of followers, Mm -hmm. and sometimes I see information, but I don't want to say is incorrect, but maybe. Not well researched. I, I don't know how yes. to. I don't know how to explain it because I'm not good at, at spilling tea. I'm not good at being oh, at doing this. I get nervous because it it's not super comfy, cozy. It gets me <laughs> a <little> anxious, Rowan. <laughs> there's, the face, there's another, face. but that's what's. It's bothering me though. It is bothering me a little bit.
1: One of the problems is, you know, saying that things like misinformation is difficult with a belief system. Um, I can understand that. I think the problem is, is what we were kind of having a discussion about the other day was this idea of trendifying the crap. Yes. And it takes away its meaning when you create a trend out of it It no longer it, it, it loses its origins and when you take away the origins mm-hmm. it no it no longer has the impact
0: and, and- i'm just going to jump in if you don't mind really quick yeah. because i know today you wanted to talk about hearthcraft and part of hearthcraft is honoring the your origins is honoring mm. the origin and so you know speaking to you don't, you aren't really doing that when you're consuming all of this stuff so quickly. No. Sorry, I just had to throw that out there.
1: <laughs> I was in a live with Eleanor Knowles, who is from um, Witchy History. And she uh, uh, she has a podcast. Yes, of, yes.
0: I follow, I follow her.
1: She's great. She's she's yes. fantastic. She's um, very
0: well informed.
1: Really just, if she sees something that, that comes out that doesn't seem quite right, she'll go to the source and she'll find out from someone else what the That's facts amazing. are. She'll That's find awesome. out the tea. And there was one that was mentioned on our live. And it's been popping... And it popped up on mine recently because it had never had before. And I've written it down because I had to try and remember it. was... Um, po- um, pockets had disappeared from dresses to prevent women from hiding their spells. I don't know if you've seen that one pop up. As like no. a thing popping up on Instagram. And it's false. Completely false. Mm-hmm. It's It's like... It's not even, not even a kind of truth. It's a just a complete myth. And she and then went it and keeps
0: circulating and people share it and share it and share it. Yes. Then it
1: becomes a truth. Yes. What happens within the craft is certain things get over circulated that they mm-hmm. become truth. Even so much so that I myself start thinking, oh is that true? Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, You're like, oh I, wait,
0: really? Oh and I, then, and then I the think then, then you or I, we hear this, that's so fascinating. And if we don't actually research it, then I'm going to re-share that and post it. And platforms that a lot of people listen to will start doing that as well. And then it's X. just spread like wildfire.
1: There we go. Tea spilled. Out. Tea. The Burned. social media. Yeah. It's always, the you show know, this podcast is all, all <laughs> about social media. Like, yeah, I'm always, I'm always just throwing shade at social media, uh, cultural appropriation. That's kind of that's just all I talk about, really. I need mm-hmm. I need some new material, essentially. I'm just, I'm just a broken record. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i like i like listening to this record
1: <laughs> good good I'm glad or not, it, i love yeah, it i'm glad it has a good sound well um but i think, think
0: but i think that it makes you think i mean and my listeners hearing this you know this can bring up some questions they can start um asking themselves some questions about their practice and who they're following and maybe trying to show some more discernment with with things that they see and things that are posted and things that they're consuming. Um, So this creates a nice awareness because I've talked about it, but it's nice for them to hear somebody else talk about this.
1: Yes. It's not just you saying. So
0: passionately.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do. I don't know why I'm so passionate. It's because it's really like, I probably sound like I'm on my high horse about things and people people might just be like, Oh, just let people believe what they want to believe and let them do what they want to do. Um, But that, (laughs) But but that that is the, exactly, and that's what
0: it's boiling down to. That's, what that's is, exactly yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> did, that's literally, exa- that's exactly <laughs> what you're saying in questioning yes. all of this. I And I was, okay, so here's a little tea. I was, that kind of goes, kind of goes along with this because you know me, like let people do what they want, let them practice how they want to practice. Yes. Um. But I had somebody tell me that I was. And, you know, you're always going to get messages. My platform has gotten kind of big, you know, a lot yes. of followers. You're going to get people messaging you with, with different things. But telling me, essentially, I was gatekeeping. When I was telling... Um, you. Newer... B- I know. I know that's <laughs> like, really? Really? Um, you know, saying that newer... Because I've talked about this before. This is tea that I've spilled many a times on my stories. When I, I keep seeing... These new witchy businesses pop up all over the place. And, and it is people who have literally just started learning the craft, who are then selling things, um, selling rituals, selling spells, selling. I, I don't I don't know. it just really had brought me the wrong way. And I had made a comment once about that and somebody told me that' I'm, I'm one of those old witches who are gatekeeping me.
1: But- it's, it's obviously <laughs> someone who's feeling a bit sore because they've just opened like a spell jar business on Etsy and have no idea what spell jars are. Let's face yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm thinking maybe that's what it was.
1: <laughs> you struck a nerve. And it, I did. Yeah, the thing about and it's going to is, happen. Yeah, yeah, it is. You're going to upset someone. Someone's going to get yeah. upset about something. You know, one thing I always think is really important for me to kind of hold in my head. At some point in my life, I. I'm the bad guy and at some point someone right. else is the bad guy actually you're, you're always going to be on the wrong side of someone and you're going to think you're the one that's right um there's mm-hmm. always going to be someone else who thinks you're wrong um and I think after a while you've just got to kind of get used to that you've got to get used to yeah. the fact that you're gonna you're going to upset someone and someone is going to upset you mm-hmm.
0: yeah. you yeah. I love everything that you have to say <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. but it, so like, it's like it's, it's so enlightening. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like it's more, um, I don't know, maybe it comes from being shady, though, as well. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like with, with being shady, it's about, it is about truth. You know, spilling tea is about talking the truth and, you know, right. talking the truth. Sometimes, sometimes I'm reading myself. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've been doing this thing. And actually, I don't even agree with myself. <laughs> And I think there's not enough people who are willing to ch- sometimes to challenge themselves, you know, and, right. and say, I am wrong or I'm doing it wrong and they don't feel comfortable I think, being wrong.
0: And and you you hit upon something when it comes to being a witch and the craft. I think that's something that you need to be asking yourself constantly and checking checking in with yourself. Because like I said before, practices are ever-changing, ever-evolving. I look back sometimes and think, what the heck was I thinking? What was I doing? This protection spell, you know, like, six <laughs> years ago, like, what, what was that? I would never tell anybody to do that nowadays. Like, like you have to constantly be checking in with yourself, reading your old books of shadows, and yeah.
1: It was that, it was an episode, that, um, I think it was actually episode one, possibly, where I talk about <gasps> um, urban outfitters selling like reiki healing packs and yes um, i think that was your
0: first episode i listened to that yeah
1: like like how to be a witch pack and things like that and Mm -hmm. that's exactly if from my in my opinion that's what tiktok kind of does yes it becomes a how like there there are there are videos like how to be a witch and like you can't Mm -hmm. see me right now if you're listening to the podcast i'm doing this little pointing hand thing yes everybody
0: it's really nice it's kind of disco-y
1: Yeah, 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 but but yeah,
0: they point and say, "Oh, do this and then this." I know what you're talking about. Yeah, those Mm -hmm. kinds
1: of videos, and you you could tick those things off and you could do them, but you you're you're still not necessarily a witch for you.
0: Mm, For you, yes. For you,
1: you know, you're a a witch for that
0: person who made that. It might work for, but maybe not for you.
1: And I think that's a nice segue into talk about a witch for you, home and half witchery.
0: Oh man, that's a King big, of the segues, that's,
1: by the way, today, boom, they're, they're pretty awesome. Thanks. Um,
0: <laughs> that's an umbrella, like home and hearth witchery is just such a, um. it's an umbrella term because I feel like there are many uh, categories, I guess, underneath house witchery, you know, so in your house, you have the hearth, you know, hearth and home witchery, and you have kitchen witchery, and you have your garden. So you have your green witchery and your garden witchery, I mean, and your altar set up. So you could have your divination, you know, divination witchery, all, all in that house term. Um, But hearth, hearth witchery, it was interesting, because I was reading a little bit this morning about what I read all the time. (laughs) I was reading about hearth witchery in particular, though, this morning, as I anticipated our chat, and
1: a bit of homework nice a
0: little bit of homework well I I do I you know I was a teacher for a long time and so I like to help yourself
1: yeah set yourself a task
0: yes (laughs) I do that but you know Hearth craft and hearth witchery argues that spirituality begins in the home begins in your house in the home honoring your origins where you come from each day where you return to each night because you know I talk about how I'm I'm a hearth witch, a kitchen witch, but this really challenged me to be able to identify exactly what that is. And hearth witchery centers around the home and it's rooted in belief that the home is a place of power, a place of beauty, and a place of protection where people are nurtured and the people and, and things within your home are nourished on a daily basis, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Um, so it's it's very much based on your home being that center for spirituality. So from what, you know, I, I'm seeing and reading, you know, Hearthcraft is about that connection to spirituality where a, a kitchen witch, which comes under the home, like a house witch, um, kitchen witchery is, oh gosh, the magical intent in working with ingredients, almost like green witchery is, That yes, there is some spirituality to it, more about the magical practice, whereas hearth witchery is about the coming home and the spiritual Mm. aspect. Is that making sense? Does that make sense? It does.
1: And I think there's one word that I would pick out of all that you were saying that kind of interconnects all of them, and that was the word nourishment.
0: Nourish, yes.
1: I think it's like, you know, hearth witchery, home witchery, kitchen witchery, green witchery is all, it really comes down to that element of nourishing something mm-hmm. and safety as well. That kind of creating a a, a safe space. I'm writing this down
0: too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> safety, nourishment. And for, and for me, I think of, it's grounding. Mm. Yeah. That's just a word that pops into my head. It's, it's a yes. very grounding practice.
1: Yes. Yes,
0: uh, and connected to the tangible.
1: Yes, I I think it, it what becomes quite interesting with with home and hearth witchery. Then this is kind of like something that I'm kind of like, especially with green witchery. I'm kind of kind of starting to extend out more with is the idea of the altar. I think the altar can kind of change a little bit with something when you kind of build it around your own home space. Your altar can be bigger than um, a cabinet or a space or a shelf. And actually, your home p- almost becomes an altar, perhaps, yes. in how you um, you celebrate, mm-hmm. observe, and resonate with ideas. You know, for me, as as kind of going down that kind of greener aspect of things, my garden ends up becoming something that almost looks a little bit like an altar. You know, I have yeah. my my fire, which actually I I call my cauldron. You know, is uh-huh. is my little chimney, and I use it. I use it just like a cauldron. And so I feel like perhaps with with hearth witchery as well. The, the the home almost becomes the altar it's the thing that you yes. set up and you establish you you acknowledge the quarters of your home and you mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you your you then kind of have your your oven where you do your baking which can also mm-hmm. be your cauldron and your hub where you're your kind cauldron. of cooking something yeah that's your cauldron and that's where i start yeah. to feel things that start sliding into me for that question of hedge witchery and actually what is the distinction between mm. Hearth witchery and hedge witchery. And I don't have an answer for that one, actually. I, I I'm just interested.
0: So like I said before, hearth witchery is, yes, uh, we talked about nourishment. And to me, I feel it's very grounding. Hedge witchery, I think it it borders. I mean, it's the hedge. It's, yes. it's that barrier or not barrier, I guess. A like fringe. Of, a fringe, the fringe of the, the grounding parts of of a practice and mm. the tangible parts of a practice with the more going into other realms. Like I, cause I think, although yes, we, you know, I, I have my ancestor altar and I sit down and I, you know, can speak with my ancestors. I feel hedge witchery skirts the line of being able to be more medium based.
1: I think you're and right. Yes.
0: That's what I, that's just, that's what I see mm. when I look between hearth and mm. hedge Hearth, so I, I know everybody can't see me. Let's say Hearth is the home here. You know, here's here's the Hearth, the home. Hedge is like right in the middle. And then over here is that, you just said it. Now I lost it.
1: The um, metaphysical. The
0: metaphysical um, being able to communicate with deceased loved mm. ones. And yeah, in that side of the craft. Yes. So I think Hedge is right in the yes. middle. You kind of oh. go back and forth. You go back and forth.
1: You're spot on. You're absolutely spot on. Because uh, for me, that's okay. one of the things that I've been kind of like trying to play play around in my head recently. Is actually with with hedgecraft. It it, it definitely employs a lot of home aspects, a oh, lot of yeah. the locality, and, and I was thinking to myself a lot of I,
0: green, a lot of green, and knowledge lot, of yeah. herbs, a lot.
1: Yes, and and part of me thinks like, oh, do I like. You know i definitely see a lot of my practice in there so what does that actually mean for me and i'm always trying to kind of like make that distinction um and i think that perhaps one of the the big differences that we can see you know when you're kind of laying out with your hands there you've got kind of the home grounded metaphysical hedge in the middle yep. even with the home you kind of can kind of make that transition through to something that's more metaphysical but it's still Absolutely. always quite rooted it's still quite rooted in the home and back to the home as well i think and yes. Also, personal. I think home witchery can be very personal, whereas hedge mm-hmm. witchery can. I feel sometimes also has that feeling of reaching out more. Perhaps I don't know. I could be wrong. So, call like anyone who's listening, call me out and say you're wrong because yeah. I'm not a hedge. <laughs> I'm not a hedge witch. I'm not a hedge witch. Well, and um, that makes me
0: the fact that you're saying that makes me wonder. Do a lot of people who identify themselves as hearth or home house house witches um, are they more likely? You're solitary. Your solitary practitioners.
1: Yes. There's a sense that you're establishing for something as a safe space to be welcomed in. And sometimes solitary can be something that's maybe for the self. Hedge can be almost sometimes, to sh- you're sometimes working with herbs to share them as well. I yes. feel like there's an expectation with hedge witchery. I think of you know, the person on the fringe of society who makes spells and potions and they you come and you get something from you that person. Yeah, you come to them. That's kind of, when I see, when I think of hedge witch, that's what I think of that yeah. person that you come to to be healed. And you come to the home witch to uh, almost to be healed through the, the belly and you have a nice meal yeah. and you you feel that warmth and safe, safe, welcoming. The, the,
0: it's- the nourish. Okay, so the healing happens with the hedge and then you continue to be nourished with the home
1: yes and yes yes i yeah. think that's we we've solved everyone's problems now we've answered the question. check
0: episode <laughs> over we got this Sorry,
1: <laughs> you've been listening to season of the witch with rowan Goodbye <laughs> bye now everyone <laughs> but i i think the thing it's it's impossible to define and put I, a it totally uh, is like it's it's one of those things where it's it's ever-changing and i think talking to you on instagram the other day and it was quite like you said it's quite hilarious because i'm talking stopping your episode talking over the episode <laughs> and then you and ended I answering answer my your yeah, question yeah. i was like oh okay like you answered the question in the episode and we started talking about these terms uh-huh. that that kind of come up in the craft and the idea of the kind of the micro trends of terms because you didn't always identify as a home half witch did you that's no. That's also, I think, something that's that's worth mentioning to listeners.
0: No, um, and I think I mentioned this in my last episode. Listeners obviously haven't heard me say this. Twenty years ago, all I knew was you're either solitary mm. or you practice in a coven. I mean mm. that that really that was it. <laughs> the, yeah. There were two categories, and you were pagan, or maybe you weren't. Um, mm. The the Christian witch thing, what that term was not around. I don't remember ever seeing home, hearth, kitchen. I think I had said like kitchen witch before, you know, like as a cheeky little thing. But now there's books written just about, ki- you know, kitchen yes. witches. Yes. Um, what are some of the other terms? Lunar witches that would work with the moon. Tea witches Solar
1: witch. Um, Solar witch. Sea witch. Even oh, mountain witch, wood, the yeah, forest wood witch. witch.
0: Um, there are so many in that. 20 years ago, I didn't see any of that. And, no. you know, even I should go grab, I think it's out in the living room, because I was looking through it the other day, my, my silver raven wolf to ride a silver broomstick from 1998, 1999. Yeah. And those terms aren't in there.
1: No, no, no. Um, so where do you think they've all come from?
0: I think they've come recently. I think it's from so- social media. Here we go back to social media. (laughs) Um, And, and what you said before, kind of trendifying witchcraft Mm. and people feeling the need to have a particular identity in, in the craft or I mean, yeah, in in the craft and they want to be able Mm. to say I think people wanting to be able to say, I am an ex witch I am this kind I am this kind because I think people just want to be able to identify themselves. And yes. so that's solved by other people or even companies publishing books and um, starting kind of like these these micro trends.
1: Yes, yeah. but I think
0: there's merit. There's merit to them. Don't get me wrong, because Absolutely. I love being able to identify and and what we just did. Okay, here's hearth, here's hedge. You know, oh, I yes. fall in this category. I think that, that yes. there it's a good thing as well
1: but it's it's a really human thing look at um it's, yes you know like if you think like zodiac um both chinese and western zodiac if you look at mm-hmm. um like enf like what i can't what are they called like where you where you are an enfjp yes like personality type thing there's even when you look at something like goth as a trend you then have a subculture of something like what's a subculture of goth emo would be one of the ones um so it's it's a natural human thing is to um is to divide yourself and to put yourselves into not just categories but also subcategories as well I think it's what we like to do in order to find community
0: and it allows it allows you to have a direction with your craft because I think of me again 20 years ago okay solitary (laughs) what does this mean like I know that that I, this resonates with me, like I I feel connected to nature or I, like I, I knew, I just knew yes. that, that that's who I was, but it would have been nice, you know, now that we're talking and I'm thinking about it to know, okay, maybe there's a little category within this realm that I could read about more. I could research more. I could focus right off the bat and yeah, and create a little home there.
1: For those people who are really interested in home and half witchery, mm-hmm where do you go? What do you, how can you, can? how can you develop that as, as, as a practice for yourself?
0: I think it is setting, knowing your, first off, setting that sacred space in your home, like finding that place that you come to. And it, when you are there, you are immediately in a, a calm, state. And I know that's hard when you have kids running around and dogs running around, but I do. I mean, I have my little corner of my office slash homeschooling room slash safe space, but I do, I have my little altar. And for some people, it might just be a little windowsill or a corner in their kitchen. Oh yeah. A corner in their kitchen where they have a little setup. (laughs) Oh yeah. But that, but that makes you feel, and that's in your home and helps you feel grounded in your home. And I think it, a lot of hearth witchery and house witchery is magic in the little things. It's not the big, um, it's not huge rituals. It is, it's the little things. It's stirring the intention into your tea and coffee that I know I talk about all the time, but that's what it is to me. It is, you know, kissing your son on the head and just saying a quick blessing over him, you know, in your head, you know, kiss it while you're doing that. It's, it's, um, seeing the magic and making magic of those little tiny things in your home when you're cooking, when you're cleaning, um, anything that you do in your home. Yes. That's my, that's my little bit.
1: So I think of what, one of the things for someone then who maybe he's listening and thinking, Oh, I'm really interested in home and Hearth witchery. The thing is a lot of that is about developing that for yourself. You're not, you oh, can yeah. probably go, you can probably go and read a book about, specifically house witchery mm-hmm. but it it's about being a witch and developing your space so you bring into your own home in your own space the same way that we decorate our walls yep. you 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 nourish your home through the craft in your way there's no no real way to to be a hearth witch i think i think that's that, I think that's maybe a bit of a takeaway for for for, yeah. so, for some of us listening. Actually, is, is that it's it's how it's again down to individualism mm-hmm. and and what you want to select. You know, if you think of when I think of the craft, actually, half and home witchery is some of the most. Ancient and traditional types of witchery, isn't it? Oh. You know, in in terms of the the practices of the home, of actually what you would put up. You're thinking of corn dollies, or even thinking of um, you know horses, for example, in terms mm-hmm. of look something that you would decorate oh, yeah. the home with. For you know, um, it, it's those sorts of practices that have kind of continued. But and, that,
0: oh, I'm so, yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt I, you. Go I was
1: I was just, just going to kind of um, finish that with just saying they're also. Not consistent. They're not Mm -hmm. consistent across um, across time and across places. And I think that's the thing to Mm -hmm. bear in mind when you're kind of practicing hearth and home witchery. Perhaps you were going to say.
0: Um, I can't quite remember. (laughs) It has something to do with what you said. It's one of the 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 longest lasting because you think of the hearth. What was the hearth? You know, that's your that's your fireplace. That's where cooking would happen. That's where people gathered. And it was the sense of community and the warmth and that nourishment. I keep coming back to that. Um, So that makes sense. You know, when you think of home and hearth witchery, it's one of the most ancient
1: types of witchery, even though it
0: hasn't been identified as hearth witchery until recently, but it's been around because I think it's innate to so many, so many people
1: hearth witch isn't an ancient thing but hearth witchery is yes. i think that's that's one of the, I like the, 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 it. yes yeah. yeah that's the the key distinction actually the noun hearth witch isn't but the yeah. verb is actually absolutely to be hearth ha- witching is <laughs> is absolutely an ancient practice but yes. but but being defined as a hearth witch has that's not new. been and mm-hmm. that's complete that's a new thing that we've we've been afforded their capacity to identify as in a progressive Western society that allows people to identify within this particular path. Right. Tick. Check.
0: Oh, we tick. did that at the same time. We both did that at Boom. the same time. And Win. thank you for joining us, everybody. Have a great day.
1: I, well, I think that, do you know what? I think that that's a great place for us probably to uh to step out like while we're doing really is. well.
0: <laughs> it probably is.
1: Thank you so much for, for having me on your show as well. It's nice yeah. to kind of be in two places at once. Now that's real magic, right
0: that, there. That is. Yeah. That is. <laughs> that was such a fun, I want. it's not even an interview, conversation, I guess, um, with Rowan. And I hope you really enjoyed that. We had a lot of fun doing that. And I'm sure you'll hear from us again. At some point, because we've talked about doing a live together at some point um, or recording another podcast episode or two. But I want to go into the card of the week. Um, Even though this is an episode that's a little bit different than my other ones, I still wanted to do a card. So I'm just pulling them out of the box. And I'm pulling from the Witchlings deck. And let's see. Today we have, oh, Relaxation okay, I'm all right with this, especially as I hear my son out there (laughs) playing video games with his friend extremely loudly. (laughs) Relaxation sounds nice. So stop your world from spinning by partaking in well-deserved moments of relaxation. And I think sometimes we get so busy with doing that we just don't take time for ourselves, we don't take time to relax, we don't take time for self-care. And I've talked to this on a number, a number of different episodes, because it's something that I continue to work on. I continue to work on being able to put myself first sometimes and really take some time for self-care and um, just kind of rejuvenate myself so let's see if there's anything else I want to add I'm just opening up I'm opening up the little the booklet that goes along with this so what was it relaxation oh here we go okay relaxation by Petunia I love this this is what I love about the witchlings deck each witchling has a name like a river Petunia flows so relaxed to end her day her mind melds into her spirit and with her body, drift away. So when your body, spirit, and mind are immersed in relaxation, you're in the terrain of self-restoration, which I love. It's a process that decreases the effects of stress. And by embracing relaxation's refreshingly peaceful energy, you'll enjoy the newfound calmness and the connectivity of it all. And it's through you know, rest in that quiet time that sometimes you can have greater awareness and um, greater self discoveries, which I really like. So remember, good night's sleep. (laughs) Sit and, and binge watch that show. It's okay. Once in a while, have that cup of tea and just get comfy and cozy and relax, which I love. So everybody, thank you for joining me and thank you for joining Rowan for this episode of the Comfy Cozy Witch podcast. If you, I'm going to repeat this, I said this earlier, if you want a way to connect with me, um, I'm on Instagram at Comfy Cozy Witch. There is also the Comfy Cozy Witch Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group. And then you can always email me if you want a way to better support me and what I do here with the podcast and everything else. I do now have a Patreon! Patreon! And there are three different tiers that start at $3 and go to $12. I think I may have misspoke earlier, Um, $12. And that highest tier, the bonus content you receive are spells, rituals, um, writing journal prompts, and that's for the middle tier. And then the top tier, you get all of that plus a bonus episode, at least one bonus episode a month of the podcast just for that top group of subscribers um, to that top tier. So I thought I would share that with you. And you can also check out my Fit Witch Challenge and see if that's something that you're interested in as well as another way to support me. Just check it out if you want to. No, no obligation to do anything with it. But again, everybody, thank you for joining me. And until next week, stay comfy, cozy, and witchy.